Hi, listeners. It's me again. Um, I just wanted to give everyone a heads up. At the end of this episode, we mention next month's pick. When we recorded this, it was originally going to be Indigo by Beverly Jenkins. We've since had a little switcheroo, and instead we will be reading my personal favorite Jenkins novel, A Chance at Love. So please read, ignore all the indigo talk you hear at the end of this episode, and instead join us next month when we read A Chance at Love. And now here's the start of this month's chat. Thanks and enjoy. Remember when we first started and we would like record for five minutes and then start over and then record for five (laughs) minutes and start over? You're like, remember when we had standards, like really high ones? (laughs) (laughs) We still have standards. Just different ones. You know, low standards (laughs) are standards. We're just more chill, I think. We became more relaxed. I think we got better. We're chill. I think so. So. I mean, (laughs) this is us telling ourselves after the last episode. It's okay. (sighs) Urban fic... Urban Fic Month is over, folks, and I am, for one, so happy. Hi, this is Black Chicklet. I'm Danny. And I'm Molly. And oh, Urban Fic Month is over. It's like my yearly. That it's one Danielle's was... favorite time of year, the end of Urban Fic. Fic Month. That one was particularly bad. Like, I can't look at nachos anymore. I don't know how, I don't know. I got to start thinking about how I'm going to top that next year. Oh my gosh. We if we read another self-published one, I feel like that could get wild. That could get it wacky. Could. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so if you missed that, we had our first two-parter episode because the conversation mm-hmm. was just that that lit that we had to break <laughs> it up. We're getting progressively drunk on the recording. It's a blast. Oh my god, we really are. <laughs> and like I said, I hadn't had anything to drink in like a month or so. Because I had like the flu. Oh my God, I had one glass of wine. I was turnt. I was turnt. I said literally like 500,000 times of that episode. It was fun though. That was probably the most it fun I've ever fun. had recording. So, but um, slightly more sober, us are back. I don't even know what that sentence was grammatically, but we're slightly back and we're here to talk resolutions, <laughs> yeah. even though January is pretty much done. <laughs> you know what it's still it is still january it is yeah as we speak yes it is friday january 25th if anyone cares so we've got six good days of january left yeah. that's almost a week so we're gonna talk almost. yeah <laughs> we're really we're really gonna make this fit we're gonna talk that but first we have a little bit of book news mm-hmm. oh actually this has nothing to do with book news i just wanted to talk about it the fire yeah. festival the fire festival documentary. <laughs> oh, I still haven't watched it. Okay. Well, I need you to watch both of them. <laughs> okay. I hear I keep hearing people say start with the Hulu one and then watch the Netflix one. But then I hear like there's controversies with both of them. Is that true? I think so I've I've watched both of them multiple times. I think the, <laughs> Okay. I think the next 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 ah, Netflix, Netflix one. Netflix Yes, I stumbled on that That's one. okay. I was slurring so many words in the, what's it called? So, Addicted, I yeah. The Netflix one is a better documentary. Here's the thing. The okay. Netflix one is co-produced by the same people who help market Fire Festival. but That's what I heard. But Hulu actually paid the con man for an interview, Ew. which I think is shadier. I think that's shadier, too. So they're sitting here trying to be like, we're independent. It's like, well, you did 
pay them. He's profiting still off of his scam. Yeah. I mean, you put money on his um, commissary. (laughs) Probably. So. So. Yeah, he, he was running around telling people it was for two hundred fifty thousand, and they're like, "It was less than that." And it's like, "Well, until you I'm say like, a how number, much less? yeah, yeah." At any amount, any amount over zero <laughs> is too, too much. much. So, and the Netflix one is slicker looking, like it's uh-huh. like production is really slick, and it has the wildest, in my opinion, the wildest revelations. That's the one where you really? learn about the man who was willing, ready, and willing. To give a customs official in the Bahamas a blowjob to release some water. Have you seen that? That's been all over no, Twitter. I haven't watched. I haven't seen anything about it. Okay, I've I won't been spoil any- bubbles. Okay, so. I won't spoil anymore. But that's the one that's been okay. all over Twitter. So I assumed you had seen it. It's it's I wild, and it wow. also and it also features Ja Rule like all over <laughs> the place. So that was I was telling Molly repeatedly. How has he not been arrested? You've been saying that since the fire festival happened, though. <laughs> because, like, I just don't like because it's like the mystery of the decade jaw rule. Because he doesn't ja seem rule. that slick. He did this scam and he got out of it, and he's gone on to do another one, oh or he's gone God. on to do another app, not another scam. But it's like, how did he not get arrested? And then I watched the documentary, and it's like the other guy was like a con man, like pathological. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I keep hearing. Like, yeah. crazy. <laughs> like, so. American greed. Someone needed to stop him. Okay. That had nothing to do with um, books, but I... Can I ask you, can I... Can Since we don't have too much book news today, uh-huh. no one, uh, not a whole lot of people responded to us either. <laughs> um, uh, Did you see Steven Universe? No. I, that, I haven't either. I know it's something good and something just dropped because people on like the social medias are talking about it. Their production schedule or I have me. no idea. Like, I know. Well, I guess not their production schedule, their airing schedule. Really, yeah. I don't know. Because you never know. I, yeah. I never know when it's coming on. I just heard everyone was like, see, but yeah, advice is great. I'm like, uh, yeah. There must, there must have been a good song because people usually act like this when there's a really great song. I think song. it's like the season finale and i think they're gonna like okay i'm gonna be a total nerd right now i'm just gonna say it. i read that they it's it seems like a series ending but then they're gonna come back with a movie and do more and it's gonna be like you know how an anime they'll like end like a series oh. and then come back with like something kind of different yeah so they're that's like what i read they're gonna do but i don't know how much truth is in that Steven Universe is getting too complicated because you said <laughs> you said season finale and I was like what they a were series on the air finale. <laughs> series finale well even then I'm like they've been gone all for the air so they just dropped this one episode and we're like peace no, we're it's out. like it's like four three or four episodes oh, and then okay. like an hour long TV movie or something okay I need to catch up I do too I'm really behind just because they don't behind. they never air <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know where to find i don't know but so. what i have been binging and i have to ask you because we talked about it a little bit oh my god this is us i know i, I still have to, haven't seen that one. i have to say in a semi-public space i was wrong i was so bougie about hating on that show i was like i don't want to watch this show and it's like i was just watching it before we recorded and i was like tearing up it's so good you said it's very black it's extremely black like I was very surprised by how black this show is like I was I was telling um like uh so Sterling K Brown's family um first of all his daughters are so cute like his daughters are so cute it makes my ovaries hurt to watch (laughs) his real life daughters or his 
TV daughters. The, the daughters and the TV. I okay. don't really know anything about him outside of the... <laughs> I'm just I don't know I don't I I never like know too much about actors I don't I just, either I'm not I don't follow that yeah yeah um but on the show he's got like two um biological kids and then an adopted daughter and the adopted daughter Deja oh my god she's so cute she's so cute she's like adorable and um the other two daughters are super cute and then um like there's this whole scene with um uh Sterling K. Brown is like talking to Deja's mom. And so he's like a wealthy black guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says something like, I bet you're married to a, a white woman. And he says, <laughs> he says the court, like simultaneously the courteous and the best line I've ever re- heard in my entire life on television. He's like, I wake up every morning to headscarves and the smell of cocoa butter. I'm married <laughs> to a black queen. Do not get it twisted. <laughs> I was like, they're saying this shit on NBC. That's some poetic shit. I wake up it's every a, morning to headscarves and cocoa butter. Headscarves and cocoa butter. There's that's like, another scene. That's, right? like the, that's like the name of somebody's collection of poetry or essays about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Mandy Moore tells her her mother in one scene that she's racist. Like, you know, very white Mandy Ward tells her very white mother. She's like, you need to get out of my house because you're a racist. I was like, oh. I was like clutching my pearls. I remember you said was, that and I was just so happy yeah. that Mandy Moore is still working. <laughs> she is really good in it. She's, good. They put her in like old lady makeup, but it, it's not working. She look, She still looks like she's 25. Like she's very good at it. The guy from fucking Gilmore Girls, like the little Italian kid who like, was the burnout kid and went to you know he's in it and he's played like father of the year it's just real oh my god and then every character on it is like so good but especially like the black characters like there's a scene where the girl's like sitting at her desk and there's like um a can of like olive oil sheets <laughs> like in front of her and there's literally i literally have that can in front of me right now and i was like i have never seen organic root simulator <laughs> Like on someone's desk, like on, you know, television. But everyone I know uses sheen spray. I know. And there's this whole thing about a satin pillowcase and this girl's like white boyfriend is like, oh, because you're too fancy. And she's like all hurt because she's like, how do I explain? She's like, is it worth it? Is this dick worth it Um, (laughs) to explain to him that I need it so my hair doesn't dry out? Yeah. That's wild. This is this is that's deep. I am amazed. Someone was reading Benti. I told That's you that, right? Said. Yeah, you yeah, said Benti was, was straight up reading Benti on it. I was like, and then she was like super rude. <laughs> she was a Nigerian girl that she was rude to. <laughs> it's really Kate Brown. <laughs> and I was like, this is getting into levels of like <laughs> black identity and black conflict. I was like, God damn, I'm wrong. See, this I, show is wonderful. See, I need to watch it. And I also heard apparently, like before I heard that, I just heard it makes everyone cry. Oh my God. I did really, really well. I wasn't crying. I wasn't crying. And then I got to the Memphis episode and I like bawled like a little baby. <laughs> I bought like a dumb little drunk baby. <laughs> like on New Year's, a baby, dumb a drunk, drunk baby, baby on New Year's. I'm taking a, a picture of my girl Zane. <laughs> so yeah, I just had to, I had to say that publicly because I was like super, super bougie. Like I'm not going to watch that show. And then I like I got sick and I watched it. I was like, this "You've is been wonderful. humbled. I've been humbled. Life is so beautiful." Well, you're watching <laughs> <All> these acoustic <laughs> covers. 
<laughs> you watch these songs. They're good to me. I love that. I love that stuff. Well, you're doing better than me. Like I said, I've just been watching the Fire Festival documentaries. <laughs> I'm going to the- watch them. I'm going to watch them. One of the best tweets I saw was um, Amazon Prime Video's silence about the Fire Festival is deafening. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll watch all. I am so obsessed with that entire scam. I'll watch it all. So now I need to start This Is Us because everyone I know has watched it and it makes everyone yeah. cry. So It's great. And then I got to get into, I got to watch Steven Universe too. I feel like, yeah, I don't know, obligated? I, I bet I, when I watch it, it'll be good, but... Here's the thing. I'm in, I always when I watch it, I'm happy I saw it, but I never want to be like I'm never like, ooh, let me go hunt it down. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Like once I've no, seen no, it, it does. Yeah. Once I've seen it, I'm happy I've watched it, but it's never like, let me go out of my way to also they just make it so damn hard. Like just air mm-hmm. the stuff on TV once a week. Just air it. Yeah. It's like fucking like watch it like these old um are you watching some old cartoon and it was like thirty episodes a season. <laughs> And I was like, damn, these episodes are long. Exactly. Okay. Know. We've got All a little right. bit of book news. A little tiny bit of book news. One of them ties into our addicted discussion. That's true. So uh, so if you haven't heard, Michelle Obama has been, sell- I forgot the expression. I'm not even going to say. What's it going like gangbusters? I don't know. I'm going to cut all this out because I just forgot the expression. Hotcakes. Hotcakes. Michelle Obama's book has been selling like hotcakes, and she has broken a record previously set in 2012 by Fifty Shades of Grey. She has been number one on Amazon's bestsellers list since the release in November. And I was asking Molly, do you know anything about Amazon's (laughs) bestseller list? Like, I don't know how relevant it is, is what I'm like. I don't know. Like, does it does it tie into their algorithm? I mean, I'm sure it's just raw sales. Okay, like, but I mean, like, does does that inform their algorithm? So like, if I go on Amazon, am I more likely to see? Are they more likely to promote to me a book that's like on their bestseller list then oh, oh i'm sure you know what i mean i'm sure because they keep showing me that girl wash your facebook and i have not expressed any interest in watching reading that oh you know who's been real salty lately and i love it even though i guess they just fired a bunch of people buzzfeed yes i read that uh did you read that that expose the they did <laughs> yeah. about how it's like secretly christian and not even good christian <laughs> yeah i read that and it was appropriative I, yeah. they said Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because like, she takes all these like, like black slang, like the title yeah. of the book. Yeah. So we I, I was getting it mixed up with the Taylor Swift expose. Oh. <laughs> so many white girls getting exposed by BuzzFeed. We can't keep up. Did you see that other one? That other scam? This is, I guess, a little bit of book news. Oh, um, the other scam. With that girl, she like, uh, she was going to run the convention or something. And then she like never booked any. Uh, she's like an Instagram influencer. <laughs> Did you read this? No, but I just like, why does everybody think they can host events? Right. <laughs> like, stop. So it's this girl and she she got like Instagram famous. And then um, like some publisher gave her like a 500,000 or 250,000, a super, super luxurious advance to write a book. And then um, she just didn't deliver for like five years and so like I guess they said that they had her like coming to the office so she could like sit down like a child and like try to write the book oh my gosh 
So I guess that was like a scam a long time ago. And there's this other writer. I'll, we'll put it in the show notes because I don't, my computer keeps freezing. <laughs> but um, I guess this other author has been like following her for years and years. And so she had, uh, she was like, oh, my favorite scammer is at it again. She thinks she's going to put on this world tour where basically like they're going to have like uh like these 40 person events on creativity or whatever. <laughs> and she's going to give like a four hour. Um, I don't know even what she would call it. Cause she's, she's not there for the first hour. They just like drink coffee. And then the last three hours, she just like talks or whatever and shows them how to make flower crowns. Um, <laughs> this is related to those tweets you did, right? Like yes, you did those tweets yes. about like, we're going to do DIY book covers or something. And I was like, I don't yeah. understand what Molly is referring to in these series of tweets. But everybody else seemed to get it. So I was like, well, Molly's the cool that one. That was so. it. I am not the cool one. I, would, I was just on Twitter that day. <laughs> um... But uh, so she. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the influencer culture. I just don't get. I feel like it's it's a it's the it must be a Generation Z thing. Mm-hmm. I get like niche influencers. Like I follow Jackie Ina. She does makeup. I follow like book bloggers. But like lifestyle, where it's just like your whole aesthetic is the thing I'm following. I don't get that at all. I don't all. get it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it, girl. <laughs> Like, yeah, she's going to have all these things and she never booked venues. She never bought, booked any caterers, nothing. And then um, she like had one in New York and um, she was like, oh, should we just continue to have all of the events here? Even though she was supposed to be on a world tour, so <laughs> tickets for a world tour. And so she did an Instagram poll and like the responses were like, this is our space and hell Yeah. So there was no no answer. And oh. then and then she said, Oh, it was unanimous. Everyone wants to have it in New York. That sounds shady. I gotta look that up. Please share the notes and I will I, share the notes. That was the I one that, that I up. said to you. That was the one I said to you that day, but it was like super late. Oh, um, I must But yeah, I will say I will because I was like, this is this is Danielle Caviar. <laughs> this is Danielle Catnip. <laughs> Social media, that's like, cause that's exactly what Fire Festival was. Social media scams and like mm. people running these scams. I love reading about it. I mm-hmm. work in social media, so I, I like it. <laughs> I don't know how I missed this. But yeah, I know you did those tweets and I'm like, I'm missing something. Something happened. So, um, so there's that. We did the Amazon bestsellers, which I'm looking at it now. This is just the weirdest collection of books. <laughs> <laughs> like becoming's number one girl wash your face is number two where the crawdads sing is number three and the life-changing of magic the life-changing magic of tidying up is like four and then there's oh, a yeah. bunch of children's books and it's just wild how do you how do you feel about um con marie because we read that about the same time like last year or the year before yeah how do you feel about her now like every fucking where i still like con marie and i think like it's so weird because there was the backlash against her and then there was the backlash against the backlash. Oh my God, I was so tired. <laughs> because she never, she does say like, if you like having all these, there's nothing wrong with just saying, hey, if you have books you're never going to read, maybe get rid of them, which is mm-hmm. the amount, which is generally what she's saying. But everyone's like acting like she's coming for your books and going to set them out on fire. <laughs> and I think there was a tweet that sort of summed it up that I was like, this is the best example of people who, like this is people who think having a lot of books is the same as having a personality like no one cares if you have libraries full of books 
Just, just yeah. Yeah. If you like them, keep them. If you have some, you don't like, get rid of them. That's really all she's saying. It's so yeah, wild. I, I, watched, just... I did watch her show on Netflix, and I don't think oh, yeah. it's as good as the book is. I agree. Because it, I... Yeah, it didn't go into like her whole like philosophy on stuff, which yeah. I thought was the most interesting. Yeah, and like she teaches the, like they go into the folding and like holding the thing and sparking joy, but it never discusses like like the how to I don't know, it just all the training I bet she does with them, she's doing with them off camera behind the scenes, mm. like when it's come to like getting rid of stuff and letting go of stuff and being in a space where you can let go of things. And mm. like that's what people need. Like how do I get rid of like these 50 million photos I have that I don't need anymore that's taking up space. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I have to say the first one, um, uh, the city is very close to the city that I live in. (laughs) And so I watched, I was like going to put it on with my husband. I was like, ah, let's watch this. And it freaked him the fuck out. Oh, what what part? It freaked him out, every part of it. Because it was like a couple living in a house that looked kind of like our house, like not that far away from us. And they're like, uh, you know, they had kids and they're like, oh, right. When we had kids, that's when everything went to shit. Oh. And so he was, like, he was like, he started freaking out. He's like, I don't need this. I don't need this. So we, we con Marie the uh, kitchen cabinets. Yeah. And now we're going to get rid of the uh, old 22 year old couch that he has brought into our house and replace it. Um, and then we're going to do the garage. We started a little family cleaning schedule. So it's Aww. been a whole, it's been a whole ordeal that I did not expect to go on when I put that on, that <laughs> shit on for a laugh. I do. I did my clothes and I did my books and like mm. you do, I kind of like, I don't know. I like getting rid of stuff. You do sort of feel less weighed down. Like mm. I like the fact that my bookshelves are not there yet. I would like to cut them even more. I like the fact that my bookshelves will only have books that I really, really, really love. And not like books that I'm just so so about. So mm. yeah, I got. All- I'm still keeping all my books. <laughs> well, because like I had YA titles I had read I had hated. I had books I knew I was never gonna read. I had like gift books and I'm like I don't want to read this. And I got rid of it and I was able to like reorganize it so all the books I loved were like front and center. And every time I look at that shelf, I'm like, oh look at all those books I love. So I love it if, like <laughs> like love it if like the whole shelf could be like that. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh that's that do we want to talk about black panther yeah i mean we can a little bit like i i feel like our you have a lot of resolutions but i do, I do not <laughs> I <have a> lot <laughs> of resolutions, <laughs> and i'll need some counseling to get through i just wanted to say um so black panther it's been no, they've been nominated for a lot of technical things but the big one is best picture and everyone's like mm-hmm. this is historic mm-hmm. and i think it's just i think this is a sign of just how bougie because <laughs> how bougie like the academy has gotten because they were about to introduce an entire new category that's true just so they could like have a place to put these films right what was it popular best popular film best popular film and i'm like just if it's a good film just put it in with best picture like this is why nobody cares about the oscars anymore because all the books or all the things that get nominated no one's seen or care about right so I yeah I I'm glad it got nominated. Yeah. Like I I kept saying like, uh, it still felt very Marvel movie to me. It yeah, which it is, is. kind of like oh, okay, that's fine. I think it's the best Marvel movie, <laughs> so there's that too. But um, uh, I'm I'm like struggling to think of a movie that was 
like there are movies that I liked better, but I'm like trying to think of a movie that had a better, bigger cultural impact, was better technically, was just tighter, was more enjoyable, like an all around package when I'm taking out my own opinions. Because, you know, I can say secretly. I really liked um, Into the Spider-Verse. I did too. <laughs> I thought that movie was so cute. I'm like, did it come too late? Because Beale Street, everyone's like, if Beale Street could talk, got snubbed too. And I'm like, did they just yeah. come in too late? I have no idea. But I, I mean. Well, this is not I, a movie I, podcast. I, we don't know what we're talking that's about. That's true. I don't know, guys. I, I, I kind of figured like uh, Spider-Man wouldn't get it because it's animated. But I think like some animated movies. I don't know. A whole bunch of film podcasts are following us now. Help us out. Let us know. I know. Well, and I think that's part of the critique is that like, I mean, so why aren't, I guess they do have best animated feature now, but it's like, why are movies just because they're popular and are animated? Yeah. Why does that deter, why does that exclude them from also being the best picture of the year? Right. Spider-Verse was great. Yeah, it was great. I could, I have not seen Green Book, but I can fucking guarantee you that (laughs) (laughs) to the Spider-Verse is better than Green Book. Oh, I was like, I don't need to see that. I saw Beale Street and it was... It was very like I'm surprised it didn't get nominated because it felt really kind of. I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it felt kind of Oscar baity. Like uh-huh. the cinematography is really beautiful. The scenes move really slow. They're supposed to make you think. He, I don't want. We don't have to get into a whole discussion, but he, I think, ends the movie differently than James Baldwin and had the Ew, book end. That's so it's bold. A different ending. Yeah. So uh, we could do that in another chat once you've seen it, because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, we keep talking about, ooh, bonus and Patreon. I think we should do like a movie. <laughs> or something. Yeah, Something, yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't know. It's like, it got snubbed, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know. I just think, I read, I love buzz, I love think pieces about like, why doesn't uh-huh. anyone care about the Oscars anymore? And it's like, because it's bougie. Everyone yeah. keeps looking for all these secret things. They're too bougie. No one cares about the films that they're nominating. Well, I do want to see Roma, but that's the only other one I want to see. I want to see Roma. And I, think, and I just um, have to get myself in a place. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be I know. thinking and sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's a sad movie or not, but I see the trailer. I'm like, ooh, is it black and white? People are running. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to cry. Yeah. It looks like a tough movie even if it's yeah. not necessarily sad. And that's yeah. okay. And I'm not that's saying okay. get rid of all the tough movies, but like they're so heavy or serious and it's just like, okay, Oscar. Yeah, so sometimes I just want to, I just want to laugh because someone called somebody a Coco Butter Queen. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes that's all I want. I want to see the adventures of an animated spider kid or something like, gosh, that movie I, was so I'm going to go, go see, see that movie. I'm going to see it again. I want to see it at home. I am too. Because I kind of, like, when I was in the theater, I was like, there's so much going on in every inch of the screen. Like, I need to, like, see a smaller screen where I can, like, see everything and, like, freeze it. It's so gorgeous. That movie was so pretty. That's Um, so good. I think I told you we took Mariah to see it and she got scared. Uh Did she? I don't, I thought she liked Spider-Man. Apparently I was mistaken. Well, Um. my my little cousin, um, my cousin's kid, uh, our ring security. Uh, <laughs> he I guess really really loves Spider-Man but then uh, he watched Spider-Man 3 the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man oh, no. 3 <laughs> he got scared of, of, of Venom, um, of Venom and he said he asked his mom to take the Spider-Man nightlight out of his room oh, poor baby that's sad oh, we got him some like Miles Morales stuff for Christmas because I was like he, Spider-Man is great He's got yeah. he's had a great video game this year that's another thing we need to bring someone on to talk about video games because that fucking Spider-Man video game is phenomenal. Ugh, phenomenal. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. 
I'm not even drunk, girl, and I'm like slurring words. We cannot say words today. Okay, yeah, it's great. So I think in conclusion, yay Black Panther, double Mm -hmm. yay Spider Verse, Uh yay if Bill Street could talk. Yes. Well, if Bill Street could talk, you haven't seen it yet. That will be. I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen? Let's do. We should do Widows and Bill Street. I need to see what I wanted to see. Widows. I have so many thoughts about Widows. Okay. (laughs) Okay. One of these days, we're gonna have a bonus episode for the bonus episode. I think where we so. get just rambly off topic stuff. Okay. This must be about books and yeah. resolutions. Yes. I have so many. Go for it. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> okay. So I had set, I've already broken one spoiler alert. Uh, I had set a bunch of new year's resolutions for 2019. Um, the first one, I guess we're just getting into it. So we're Go shifting for it. <laughs> from our news to our discussion. My first one was going to be, Let's start with the ones I haven't broken yet. I set 50 books on Goodreads. Last year I had 70, so I went down just to take the pressure off. And then I set, I wanted to read books that were like languishing on my TBR. So I wrote down a list of 12, put them in a jar, and each month I'm going to pick one to read. That is cute. I yeah. That. <laughs> so, because I'm like, I got it. I have all these shells and I was so excited to read them and then they just sit there. So this month's pick was The Book of Harlan by Bernice McFadden. So I'm reading that now. And then the one I've already broken <laughs> is I was going to do, even as I say it out loud, I know it was stupid. I was going <laughs> to do a book buying ban for the whole year of 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 365 days. Mm-hmm. and at what day what day did you get to before you bought a book i believe it was january 21st okay well that's that's a good three weeks <laughs> but i think i told you i didn't break the law like there's a what's it in law where like you don't break the letter of the law but you break the spirit the spirit of yes, the law i broke the spirit of the law weeks ago <laughs> I like started applying for all these arcs on NetGalley. I have like six arcs I have to read. Now. <laughs> I didn't think they'd approve me for all of them. I was like, oh, I'll get one or something. Right. No, I got approved for all of them. Oh my God. <laughs> so I have like six books. I read two of them. I have like uh-huh. four other books I have to finish. I have like Colson Whitehead's new book, The Nickel Boys. Um, I have Morgan Parker's. New book of poetry. Oh, really? Yeah, Magical oh. Negro. I have that. Oh. Uh-huh. I should get on this. <laughs> I had no idea they would approve me. And like, they're all like, all six, everyone approved me. And I'm like, well, damn, Ooh. now I got to read and review them. Uh-huh. So, yes. Yeah. So technically I did not buy. The purpose of the big book buying ban was to mm-hmm. read the books I already got. Okay, like, hey, so I then I feel like you did violate the spirit of it. the spirit of the law was so that you could bu- read the books you had exactly <laughs> but then i just went and got it don't matter of- how you got the new books <laughs> exactly so i just went and got a bunch of free ones uh-huh. so i was like yeah well i broke this already and so i uh-huh. realized that and i was like well darn <laughs> so i just gave well, up here we are so yes here we are so but i am excited about my tbr jar my 12 my, I call it my TLC TBR jar <laughs> and the 50 books on Goodreads. I should definitely be okay. able to do that. Okay. Yes. So, and then I can do this after you say your reading resolutions. I also have resolutions for black chiclet, but I'm pretty sure they're oh, similar okay. to the okay. same ones I set last year. <laughs> so, whoops. Okay. Um, my reading resolutions. I don't ever set like a book 
like a number of books to read. Um, so I don't think I'm going to do that again <laughs> this year. It's just, you know, as things come. Um, I would say, I guess that I do want to start like organizing my notes better. So you'll see that I'm back on the Goodreads taking notes and shit. Because um, I think that just helps me like organize my thoughts better. So I'm going to try to stick with that but then when I did that I like they gave me like all these like five dollar vouchers for Kindle and um I like <laughs> they're rewarding you <laughs> I know I ended up like buying more books like I bought maybe three books and I probably would not have bought any um if I hadn't been doing that but it was like a four dollar book I don't know so I don't feel too bad about it but I was like oh we're gonna make sure I keep this in check or Connor's gonna get me yeah I have a question. So, because I saw you started making notes about our next read, which we'll get into. Uh-huh. Was that mm-hmm. in the Kindle book or did that, was that your Audible notes? That's in Kindle because I'm reading okay. on Kindle. Okay. Yeah, I, know, I don't know. Could you take notes on Audible? Well, like, I know you can bookmark things and then you can, like, name the bookmarks. And I do that sometimes. Uh... I don't, I'm going to be real. I don't trust the Audible bookmarks because I notice sometimes, I think it depends on what device you're on. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, what good is that? So, like, if I set a bookmark on my phone, it isn't necessarily on desktop. Oh, I see. Interesting. Well, I and only maybe- ever use the cloud reader. <laughs> oh, on a, on, I thought you did, what's the cloud reader? Oh, uh, oh. Kindle cloud reader. Yeah. yeah but, like, with Audible, reader. though, when you listen to Audible, do you use the bookmarks? Oh, no, I didn't even know those were a thing, which I, I, I'm frequently trying to go back and play something um, like for Pet Cemetery. Like, I guess there's a new Pet Cemetery movie coming out. And so this is the audiobook of that last year. And um, I forget who reads it, uh, but he does like a main accent. And so like in the movie. So after that, I was like going around saying the line with the main accent in the movie. He just says it like, you know, with no accent. And so my husband was like, oh, I'll do the line. He keeps telling me to do the line. <laughs> oh, like, sometimes dad is better. <laughs> I was in my as hot as thought it And so he's like, what the hell are you saying? And so I just <laughs> wouldn't tell him. So I was like trying to play it for it, but I couldn't find it. And it would have been amazing to have that bookmarked. So yeah. I could just play it over and over and over and over and over again while I also said it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to find it. And then I'm going to, I'm going to bookmark that and I'm going to play it like, over and over and over, over and over again. Not only do they have bookmarks, they have clips. So like if it's short <gasps> enough, you can just highlight the clip. But the thing is, so usability on the app uh-huh. is not the greatest because okay. like I said, sometimes I don't think they update across platforms. And then sometimes I'll put a bookmark and I'm like, I want this section and it'll do like the wrong 10 seconds or something. Oh. I don't know. So I also never spent serious time playing with it. Like I'm going to seriously test it and make uh-huh. this bookmark um but yeah so i have my my audio version of the sellout is bookmarked uh-huh. up because that's my favorite recording i uh, you know i was like i so i finished my book that i'm gonna talk about later and i was like what am i gonna listen to next and i was like maybe i should just go back and re-listen to the sellout for I the love, third time i love that audible i, I cannot believe like, he did not win an award for that right i feel like if we do a bonus episode that's like not a book not written by a, a woman mm-hmm. then that is my that is absolutely my pick because we've got our list going we've got the sellout we've got saga that's true we're gonna have to get on that at some point 
this uh what is it marlon james is that the guy yeah book that's coming out yeah oh, i want to read that too the black leopard or whatever it is i have it on i have a thing on my phone i have a countdown uh black red leopard black wolf something like that it's <laughs> black leopard red wolf by marlon james which people keep saying ah it's not black game of thumbs i was like first of all the series is called a song of ice and fire <laughs> so i know that you're not a book person second of all let us be its own goddamn thing now yeah i know why marketers do that but i hate it yeah it's a way to sell it but it's like now people have all these expectations and when it tries to be its own thing people are like it's not like game of thrones <laughs> right. like, well it wasn't trying to be i love that voice that was a great voice I hope it comes back. <laughs> next time we talk about someone whining i'll make sure to bring it up <laughs> but yeah oh i am so hyped for that book i'm really hyped wait. for that book so um but yeah so your res so i'm sorry i interrupted your resolutions you were saying you were going to take more notes that's it Oh, <laughs> I feel like that should really be both of our resolutions because I think one of the reasons the addicted episode was so long and thorough uh-huh. was just because we actually took we had notes. to like we had to talk about the words on the damn page. Yes, there was so much to say. Um, I just feel like it's just stronger, stronger episode when you can actually quote what the people are saying. Very true. So, and that one you had to see it to believe it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's cool that Goodreads will, so I deleted Addicted off my Kindle because I was like, I don't need this anymore, <laughs> but it saves all your notes. So I do appreciate Hello? that. Yes. Hello. Can you I hear think, me? Oh, okay. I can hear you. Okay. I unhooked it for some reason. <gasps> Oops. So <laughs> yeah, I was just saying it saves all your notes. So. Okay. Even if you delete the Even if you delete book. the book. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'll Well, I bought it. that book in hard copy. It's here with me forever. <laughs> to read next to your lover <laughs> i just like what are you gonna do just say like you're just gonna turn to your lover and say can you believe this shit because that's all you're gonna do that's what i did several times i mean i guess you could get up and say not tonight sweetheart i gotta, <laughs> I gotta process this i gotta process some things <laughs> i don't know i just every time i think about it i'm blocking it <laughs> It's blocking it's, it we are it's it's, it's almost february it's, yes. a, it's almost a new month <laughs> I do want to talk about related to Goodreads. We uh-huh. tweeted about. <laughs> I just casually tweeted everyone like, "Are y'all planning to let Goodreads continue to stress you out in 2019 or nah?" Because I just this was my casual way of asking <laughs> who was setting the Goodreads challenge, and lots of people had opinions. Most I think of, this is the most responses we've ever gotten. I think so too. Like everyone was like, everyone like this, and then that time, <laughs> one of us me. So that they didn't like Americana. And everybody's like, what you mean? These are the two, these are the two. Watermark. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody said no, but they also like, I say no, but I'm probably gonna. Like we're all (laughs) in this love-hate relationship with Goodreads. I don't, so I feel like people who, like, there are a lot of people I've heard, I think people are over the Goodreads challenge. I appreciate it because I appreciate having like a solid number to say this is the number I'm going to read. Even though I also appreciate that just having a blank number isn't really that challenging. Oh, okay. Like, so like, have you heard of the book, right? I don't know if I'm explaining. Have you heard of the book, right? Read harder challenge. I have. Yeah. So that one's like, that's an actual challenge. Like you've got to okay. find a book by an independent press, find a book that takes place like in the 1800s that features mm. characters of color. Like they really, <laughs> they really stretch it out. Like find a book uh-huh. about a, queer person of color 
Like it's a okay. real challenge. Goodreads is just like, you know, try to read 20 books, <laughs> whatever they are. Uh-huh. So I do get the complaint that it doesn't really make you diversify, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I, don't, I just like Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever listen to um, Case File? No. It's a true crime podcast hosted by an anonymous Australian man. <laughs> But they and so each week he takes like a or each episode he takes like a a a, a case and he like just goes over in like really really in depth detail about what happened and um he had one about a Goodreads like attempted murder it was what? wild yeah girl it was crazy oh I gotta listen to that I will send it to you like the whole time I was like damn I should send this to Danielle this shit's crazy so every time when I think about Goodreads <laughs> this just this is what I think of. The trial, the murder. <laughs> and I just appreciate, like, it's a social media platform that's just about books. I need more friends on it. I'm going to take this time to, like, pimp myself out. Please. Yeah. If you go to Danielle. Yes. Friend me on Goodreads. If you go to my Twitter, at Danny underscore Lacey, I have a pinned tweet where I'm yelling in the ether to be my friends on Goodreads. So if you just click that and friend me, I'll probably add, I'll definitely add you. Because, like I said, I want more friends. But I don't oh. know. I just like the platform and it's like been a good way i feel like there's like a backlash to goodread sometimes i feel like it's oh, just yeah? a good way for me to discover books maybe i just get it from you and i confuse it with <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing against it it's just you know me like, i know back in college i was like i ain't getting on this facebook shit <laughs> you were right ra- <laughs> you were not wrong <laughs> you were not wrong about that i took facebook off my phone uh-huh. and i was debating whether or not to deactivate my account do it you don't miss it (laughs) shit so um like i don't know what they're doing with this info it's shady they're selling all our info i know like alexa Mm -hmm. is just eavesdropping all the time i know did you implicate me in something well i mean i won't even know (laughs) what article did i read where they the headline was like alexa called on the witness stand in a murder case i'm like well they probably didn't call alexa (laughs) to the witness stand but i get what you're saying they Basically, walked her up. Yeah. Set her down. <laughs> they had her for speed the <laughs> So I was like, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. So Molly, <laughs> do you have any, um, oh no, before we get into that, I did also uh-huh. casually take a Twitter poll as to uh-huh. what people were planning to read since we're just talking about numbers. And it was a pretty even split. I asked how I had four options. I said less than 25, 25 to 50. 51 to 100 and more than 100. And it was about an even like. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah. 30% said less than 25. 28% said 25 to 50. 20% said 50 to 100. And 22% said uh, more than 100. Those are the real heroes. I don't know how y'all are reading more than 100 books. I don't know, girl. Even when I try, I can't do it. It's a lot of reading. So. Um, But we got really good engagement on that, too. Yeah, we were killing it with the polls this, <laughs> this month, Danielle. So, so we were sort of prepared for this episode. We did do that tweet yesterday. We were asking y'all how you did, and only one person <laughs> we got wrote. one response. That was my contribution, but I love the response. It was Luna Stan account, who I don't recognize at Hometown Venus. I think she's new. Uh huh. <laughs> and she just said, "Please respect my privacy at this time." Thank you. And I was like, "I get it. I feel you." Same. <laughs> So, 
because I don't know. I I tend to be pro resolutions. I like setting resolutions. I like saying like, here's how I'm going to prove in the next year. Even uh-huh. if I know in my heart, I may not meet them. Uh-huh. It's like when you buy new school supplies, <laughs> you know, the semester's probably going to be the same shit, but like you look at that new notebook and you're just you're inspired. Like, you think about the time you thought you could be better. <laughs> The potential. You just get excited about the potential. You don't need to know. You don't need to acknowledge that it's going to be the same year (laughs) of putting shit off and not doing it. It was laughing so hard. I hit my nose with the microphone. So, I know. I love resolutions. I said a whole bunch. Um, I even said some for the podcast. Ooh. Let me hear your podcast ones. Okay. So, this has been one for three years. I'm Uh taking active steps tomorrow get a merch like a bank account so we can set up some merch because we have uh, molly has a piece of merch piece of merch and i from do right here she loves it and i, I was do. like well I use it all the time <laughs> we gotta and we can set it up so that people who want to buy like a black chiclet mug or like a uh-huh. pin can get some but uh-huh. we need a bank account <laughs> <Yeah>. to handle <laughs> that so i was gonna set that up uh-huh. and i was my other one was to use the instagram account more mm-hmm. frequently we have mm-hmm. an Instagram at BCL podcast. And then yes. just for us to stay on schedule. That was mine. <laughs> just to stay on schedule. So, because to be fair, last year, we just had a lot happening. Last year was busy. Yeah. I and was you know what? Some of these podcasts take summers and shit off. I didn't they, know that. They do. Yeah. They'll go on like a hiatus and play reruns. Yeah. I didn't know that shit. So... I think if we just announced the hiatus, we would look yeah. slightly more, slightly more professional. Like we're going to go be away for a month oh, as opposed to just disappearing off the face of the earth. <laughs> but these are the things you learn as you podcast. That's true. Cause we are, we are the most indie that you can get. <laughs> we're pretty, yeah, we're pretty, uh, winging it, which I don't even think is an adjective. <laughs> so, but no, like, I would love, and like, if we want to do the Patreon stuff, we got to make sure we do the regular stuff. So, right. So, we got lofty goals for Black Chiclet. I feel like we can do it. I think we can. Yeah. We just got to get our shit together. (laughs) That's why I got this planner. Ooh. So, it's not even a fancy planner, it's just a book. (laughs) But But I like that you have like a physical planner that exists in the world. It's like our baby going out there. It's like, hey, it's me, Black Chicklet. Look at all my dates and goals. Oh, I told my mom. So I am going uh-huh. to KissCon in Chicago this April. Ooh. If anybody else is going, let me know. Because <laughs> the Facebook group, everyone's very nice, but there's not a lot of people of color in it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The, um, it's like an event group, and I've been to things where they do that, where it's like everyone can meet up before they go. And it's like uh. everyone's kind of old and, and white. No offense, but we'll like make some all white friends, Danielle. I know that's fine. I'm <laughs> no problem doing that. But if there are people of color who are going, I'd like to find them too. So I'm going yes. to kiss Con, and I told my mom, I was like, "Hey, you want to make a fleece and embroider our logo on it?" I love that. So I'm going to oh see God, if she can embroider our logo on a fleece jacket, so I can have. I love it. Yeah. So I mean, she'd make those for us too. We buy. Oh, that'd it? be cute. I know. We could have some merch. We just got to get our shit together. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm so excited about KissCon. So, um, which, is there anything else 
We need to discuss. We just don't have a lot of resolutions this month. I have writing resolutions. <gasps> oh, yes. Please share your writing resolutions. I just want to write more. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know what? So part of like why I didn't read as much last year is I wrote a shit ton. Like just That's planning, awesome. you know, my little novel idea. So I've just been like planning, working on it. I wrote four different versions like one complete first draft and then I was like fuck this and then I retried it retried <laughs> it so now I think I've, I've gotten it back down but I'm like back at like okay first draft again but I think I I'm, think it's just tighter and more interesting I'm so proud of you Aww, I don't, I'm proud of you I, and your planner <laughs> you know what I'm proud because and editing and all this shit Really, all my goals this year are just to be as organized as Danielle. Oh, it's, I'm barely, barely making it. <laughs> no, I you did. put all the outlines together. You have all the scheduling. Like, seriously, there wouldn't be no black chick lit if you were not this organized person. Aw. Speaking of organization, though, and I don't want to take it off you. I appreciate the compliment, but I wanted to turn it back to you. Are you still using Airtable? I am. Is it still I've helping? gotten three people to <laughs> sign up. Are you getting those credits? I'm getting those credits, girl. <laughs> I'm working my way toward that. Toward that you should just tweet it out, to be perfectly honest. I should. Tweet your link out. Be like, hey, organize right. your novel here. Look at this. Yeah, I it keep is, uh, telling people at work. I'm like, hey, you know that spreadsheet we have? Oh, I recreated it, girl. Just go through and click. And everybody's like, I love this. And then I get a little ding. It's like such and so. You get another $10 credit. I'm like, oh, thank you. Get those credits. Yeah. That novel spreadsheet they have it's is great. amazing. It's like, really good. Let's you organize characters. Let's you organize scenes. Let's you organize like plot. Like, I love mm-hmm. it. I was like, I wish I had a story to write so I could organize <laughs> it. So... Yeah, I like it a lot. For the first time in like a long time, I don't really feel inspired to write. I really? am writing a business plan. Oh, we'll man. see how that goes. I am trying. I've mentioned it on this podcast before. My mobile bookstore idea. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to... The The business plan will let me know if it's viable. So maybe mm-hmm. I will, maybe I won't. It depends what the business <laughs> plan says. Have you seen Insecure? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so behind on all the TV. I, we don't have to. Yeah, I was just, a character keeps talking about writing a business plan. That's the only <laughs> time I even ever heard the phrase until you mentioned it again. Oh, well, we had to write a business plan as like our final for my MBA. And like, I remember because the people we were writing it for kept changing the name of the company. <laughs> we were like, you all got to get together. Because, like, this isn't going to work. And, like, we keep having to, like, find, replace in the plane. Because that document was, like, 30 or 40 pages long. And they're like, we've changed the name again. And we're like, please stop. (laughs) So. So. uh, Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. And, yeah, I want to. I want to write. I missed being, like, feeling like a writer. And I've just, like, I've had no. I guess I've had, like, a decades long of writer's block. I don't know. I haven't felt inspired to write since college when I was in creative writing classes. Just write. Pick something up and write. You'll be a writer again. <laughs> I write at work, and that might be it, too. Oh, could be. Because, like, I, I write articles and news pieces at work, and then by the time I get home, like, I want to blog for the website, 
Like I want to oh, like yeah. actually use that blog we have. But by the time I get home and sit down to write something, I'm like, I'm tired. Like yeah. my, brain, my brain has been wrung out. Yeah, I get it. So I'm full of excuses. So, yeah. well, I mean, you know, life. <laughs> I know. Happens. Life finds a way. Um, that's a completely inappropriate context for that saying. Um, so I think. Did we have any other podcasting writing? I don't think so. Reading I just, goals. This is going to bring us into our next read, but just continue to look for ways to like expand the kinds of things that we're doing with the podcast. Like I yeah. really like doing the, um, the birthday episode. Um, I like doing like the kid lit this year. That was a lot of fun. That was really fun. I always like doing the interviews. I like doing the live tweeting. Um, so just, you know, little things, different ways that we can engage, I think are fun. We need to do like, and maybe, I mean, you're not coming to Missouri. I can, t- I can see that. Maybe I'm going to have to go to California. I can come to Missouri. I, do you, you know what? I do keep you having, want like, to come to Missouri? Do you want to come to Missouri? The NAACP said. That's <laughs> true. They said, don't come here if you black. And I was like, damn. <laughs> you don't want to come see my to grandma. <laughs> Like you got out, you stay out. <laughs> but I was like, because we need to do like I thought it'd be the, like if we at least had like one some photos we could use because like true. I don't even know people know who we look like it'd be like do a short video, but That'd like we can't do it because we're never in the same room. That's true. And if so, we are, it's like a room where I am making everyone delete the photos and videos that they've taken. Or you're like getting married. Like I didn't want to like hijack. Like, hey, I'm in California for your wedding weekend. Can we talk about the podcast? Yeah. Well, knock on wood, hopefully there will be another reason for you to come out here this year. Aw, yay. So we'll see about it then. Yeah. So, but yeah, so then we could like just do like a video would be really fun. I don't know what we talk about. It'd probably be the same thing as what we're doing now. I mean, we could always do like... I have tape over my, um, what do you call it, camera on my computer? I do too. Because, you know, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but, um, you know, I could remove that for like an hour when we're recording. We could do a video that way. I just got to know in advance so I could like not have my like heat cap on. We should. I've seen people do that on YouTube. Yeah. Like I've seen. Oh, uh, We Hate Movies just did that. They did. I think they were all in the same room, though, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. I didn't know what any of those dudes looked like. It's surreal, and I don't like it. Like, yeah. Andrew looks nothing like I thought he looked like. I still am not sure their names, and I'm going to be very honest. I thought there were three of them. Sometimes there are. Oh, okay. Sometimes, like, I think, this is getting real in the weeds to anyone who doesn't <laughs> listen to that one podcast. Chris Cabin sometimes isn't on. Like, there was a whole year, I think, where he wasn't even on the show. Uh... And so it was just the three of them. And then sometimes, like, I think, like, recently Steve had to drop out. Steve's my favorite, and he's the tiny one. So that's the one you know, I like. They were and then all there's... sitting down. <laughs> they were all sitting down. The one with, I was like, the one with glasses. I, oh, okay. I know who they all look like now, and I know all their voices. When I first started listening, I was like, I can't tell who that, who is who. Yeah. And then you start listening to it, and it's like, I know these guys. Oh. So I'm going to cut that out because I don't feel like anybody cares about our podcast. I like to hear about other people talking about podcasts that they like on their podcast. I think it's cute. Yeah. Like yesterday I went to a mixer and I just 
offhandedly, I was like, oh, yeah, we were talking about books. I was like, I love to read. I have a book podcast. And then when I was leaving, they were like, what's the name of your podcast? I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, don't listen to the last one, though. <laughs> and they were like, oh, the way you're laughing makes me really want to listen to that one. I was like, no. No. Parental, parental guidance advice. Nobody should would... listen to that one. At least the second half. The first half is great. The second half, <laughs> we broke us. It was us going down like Dante's yeah. Inferno. It was. I don't know why I'm more comfortable having complete strangers listen to me. Because they like, know me. That's true. Yeah. I don't so, have okay. to see them. I don't have to be sending them any business emails. <laughs> I have to see their face day after day. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, we're back. This is we're, the part we'll include. I cannot. I just didn't want to talk about work. Because, like, what if they're yeah. listening now? Like, now that's they fine. could possibly be listening to this podcast. This is like when my mom and my grandma and my mother-in-law all said the thing. <laughs> Listen, and my girl was like, I didn't know Molly Carr so much. I'm like, sorry, grandma. I will say my mother, I even got on her phone and subscribed to the podcast for her. She still doesn't listen to it. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how to work this, Danny. I'm like, okay. That's so fine. She, she wants to. She just doesn't. You know what? After the nacho cheese stick, you can be like, she does. that's fine. Yeah. I told her, you know what? Don't just skip it this month. It's just fine. skip it. You know, we're going to have a real cute episode coming up. We are. It's pretty adorbs. So this was actually inspired by a listener, like one mm-hmm. of our very earliest listeners, Every Woman 98, I mm-hmm. believe. Did I just, I think that, I hope I got it right. I realized I just said it without looking it up. Oh, Rob, yeah, Robin, Robin Mille Pizzo oh, at yeah. Every Woman 98. Yeah, she tagged us and she said, uh-huh. have you all read Beverly Jenkins? And I was like, we are really overdue mm-hmm. for reading Beverly Jenkins because mm-hmm. she's sort of like the, an institution in black romance. Mm-hmm. So we are reading. We're doing it finally. I got my dates wrong. <laughs> I thought she had a book coming out in February. It's not coming out till May. So <laughs> that's fine. That's so, fine. but we're gonna read one of our like classic ones, um, Indigo. So we're gonna read Indigo by Beverly Jenkins. It is a historical at some point. <laughs> So we were going to read, and I think if you listen to other episodes, you'll hear this. We and were this gonna is read. literally, I said this <laughs> two minutes before <laughs> this thing came through, so on, on Twitter. So I said on Twitter, yes. I said, oh, you what are you reading? I was like, I think The Wedding Day. Yes, you did. And then like we got followed up, and she was like, yeah, I'd love to speak with you. So um, so we were going to read The Wedding Day, because we haven't read any contemporary romance, and mm-hmm. I feel like I owe it to Molly, because I feel like a lot of her issues with romance... <laughs> Our cause, well, some of her issues, I think you have more issues that maybe you just can't get around. Some of her issues are caused by the historical stuff and certain societal norms that were just in place in history. That's fair. You know, they're running from slave catchers. I'm like, I'm scared. (laughs) I don't need this. And like why they can't just like have sex, why they have to like, oh yeah. yeah. That was your thing too. When I was sitting in the hammock last summer and I was like, if you like, I'm imagining like the camera swooping down on Molly in a hammock, my eyes closed. <laughs> I had some lemonade. I'm like rocking in the hammock. And I open my eyes and I text you. I'm like, why don't they just fuck Daniel? <laughs> you did. And I'm like, Molly, that ruins the, the tension. So, they can't just have sex with that. So, <laughs> to educate you. So, so yes, but I feel like a contemporary 
Because they do do that, like, do do that. That does happen <laughs> in contemporaries. They do just sometimes have sex. Uh-huh. Which, and you know what? It's yeah. all fine. It's yeah. all fine. Oh, I finished an Unconditional Freedom. No trains. Oh. They're on a boat for some of it. No train. That's cool. That's good, yeah. too. <laughs> so, Lincoln doesn't make a single appearance, but Jefferson Davis, just Jeff Davis does. Mm-hmm. So, just wanted to update you on that. <laughs> no Lincoln. <laughs> I'm still, you know, Alyssa, I've said it several times before. You don't, if you find in your heart to pay me, you can. But, you know, it's fine. Just, um, I'm just saying, like, saving Lincoln on a train, it could be, it could sell like hotcakes. But I think we kind of buried the lead with why we're reading Indigo. We did. We really did. Because <laughs> I got so distracted in my, my warbling. We are reading Indigo by Beverly Jenkins because uh-huh. we are overdue for reading Beverly Jenkins. Molly actually started one and then got confused. Well, okay, yeah, I did. I did because, uh, yeah, I was, uh, was it Alyssa Cole? You were yes. supposed to get an, un- an uh, unconditional, an extraordinary union. An extraordinary union. And so I, I got like. Forbidden. I got forbidden. I got that in hard copy. And then I was like, oh, I'm running out of time. Let me get it on Audible so I can listen like on my long ass commute. And so I'm like listening, listening, listening. And it's like her and the Scottish dude. I'm listening, listening, listening. And then I like, I don't know if I texted you or I thought it. I was like, I wonder when that dude from the cover shows up, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? Molly had the wrong book. I had the wrong book. But I think, again, we have buried the lead of why we're reading Indigo (laughs) (laughs) next month. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know if that was a surprise. Are we just going to say it? I think we should just say it so that people know to read it beforehand. Yes. And have so, their questions ready. We are going to speak with Ms. Bev in our chat. So next month's Yay. chat will be an interview with Ms. Beverly Jenkins. I'm very yes, excited. I'm really excited. She's been like really uh, responsive to us with her holler holler. It's a dollar. She's always like commenting <laughs> on our stuff. Molly still quotes that tweet. I, <laughs> I think that tweet came out like, a year ago. I do. I say that's entered like my personal lexicon. <laughs> I really love that. And she was just so nice. Like after Robin, who was one of our very first listeners, and I think our very first hiatus went on, she was like, uh, so where are you guys? And we're <laughs> like, what? Was. Who is this? <laughs> um, so she like, you know, there was a back and forth on Twitter. And then uh, Miss Jenkins just came out and she was like, yeah, I'd love to talk to you guys. Just hit me up. <laughs> and we were like, what? And I think she was like, just send me your questions. We'll talk. We were like, questions in advance? Well, this that was a me. whole new ballgame. Well, that was me too, girl. I was like, professional. That's a good ass idea. Well, I, I did that. I was like, we'll send the questions in advance because I've been listening to podcasts oh. and that's what the professionals do. Well, I was very impressed. I was like, that's so smart. Because <laughs> then you don't have like dead air as people think right. and they're prepared. Right. So journalism me doesn't like that uh-huh, but okay. journalist me hasn't been employed since 2010 so she doesn't get to have an opinion <laughs> pr me is perfectly fine with it yeah P- pr me is the one who's been steadily employed so she gets to have the final <laughs> she say. gets to have the final say i i i, I concur yeah, I was listening to the Smart Bitches podcast and she talked about how she liked to send people the questions in advance. And I'm like, it's like I hit myself in the head, like, duh. Like, That's a good ass idea. <laughs> it is. We're getting better at this. We're becoming you know, we're getting there. Yeah. So if you have a question you would like us to ask, mm-hmm. 
or I guess consider asking. I don't know if we could just straight up say we're going to ask all of them. But if you have a question you'd like us to consider asking, Ms. Bev, please tweet them at us. And we'll yeah. make sure to add. Yeah. So I'm excited. I've read Indigo once before, but I think it's been a year or two. Okay. Uh, I have the Audible. I kind of love the Audible because the really? Audible narr- the Audible narrator's like version of the hero. The hero, I think, is supposed to be Creole or he's like mm-hmm. French or something. And mm-hmm. she has this accent. And she puts her soul into it, Molly. <laughs> you know I love... Okay, I'm going to have to get this audible because the first time ever, I was like, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to share my notes with Danny. I've been like reading it. And now you tell me that there is <laughs> an audible with a person with an amazing accent. You know I love that. Now, I don't know <laughs> if it's an audible. accurate accent. You but know I love that even more, Danielle. <laughs> but it's an accent and she's giving it her all. And I'm like, I love this woman because... <laughs> She's doing it. So, yes. So, um, I think if you have the Kindle, the Audible should only be like $7. Oh, yeah? Okay. I might do that then. Yeah. Because I do that a lot where I buy the book and then I go on Audible and they're like, hey, since you already own the book, you know, you can get this at a discount. And I'm mm-hmm. like, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I might try that. So, yes. And he's just, he's supposed to be French or from Louisiana. He's just, I love it. I love it so much. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that's what we're doing. I'm super excited. At some point, we're going to have to read a contemporary. Yes, at some point, we'll read. Because um, I know that you had a lot of thoughts on a wedding date. I, I, I have thoughts, yes. <laughs> and I just feel like it's... So I have two thoughts. One, uh-huh. I feel like I'm uh, um, monopolizing our romance <laughs> <laughs> with just books like that fit my personal like. You know what? That's okay, Danielle, because later in the year, we're going to get to science fiction and fantasy. Well, then I'm like, it's my podcast. I'm going to make you pay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have you read thousand page books. I'm ready. With made up languages. I'm ready for it. I like sci-fi and fantasy. I just don't read it enough. Uh, So did you read An Unkindness of Ghost? um, That was with. Her name is the, Aster. It's yes. on the ship. Yeah. Yes, I read that one. I keep getting the titles mixed up with that one and the one that you said was just Avatar. And I don't know why. Oh, Children I didn't read of that other. I don't know why, but I keep getting those those the titles of those two's mixed up. I, I read it on Kindness of Ghosts. I did not read Children of Blood and Bone. But no, we're going, mm-mm, mm-mm. I have someone. I got a big old <laughs> thick book for us to read. <laughs> It's got all kinds of people with, you know, superpowers and shit. (laughs) I'm ready. I I said I like sci-fi and fantasy (laughs) and I want to read more of it. I just romance sort of (laughs) dominates. (laughs) It's just so funny. Yes, I'm ready. I am ready for it. So um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say. Um, I think we're good. I'm right. Look, we also have to read at some point another YA title. And I feel like we've both been putting that off. Yeah. <laughs> but we got to do it. I think Children of Blood and Bone would be a good YA because I know the sequel's coming out this year. And, and I have could. thoughts. And I have thoughts about that one, too. Because so I feel be like, a- I I don't know. Like, I, I guess, what are the big YA and Black literature coming out? Uh, a Superstar? Is that what what it's called? On the come up is Angie Thomas's next book. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, um, I saw the video where she un- opened her like I guess they were the first print books, and I'm like, you go Aww, Angie Thomas, that's cute. you go, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that yeah, one we were gonna watch that movie. We we were, and then we didn't. <laughs> and then so, I didn't hear nobody talking about that movie. I don't think 
YA movies do that great. Really? Because there have been a whole bunch that come out and they have all this fanfare and then they just sort of like in the oh, box yeah. office. Yeah, well, <laughs> the YA crowd, they are, you know, they hold people's feet to the fire. These teens, they do not play. And I think they can do that for the book, but when it's like movies and you need like big audience, like general audiences uh-huh. going, I don't think they get the, I don't think they get the general audience. I think the general uh-huh. audience is like, yeah. So, and I thought that one would get it because of the ties with the Black Lives Movement yeah. or the Black Lives Matters Movement. Yeah. I don't know. I heard, I heard people who saw it were kind of mixed on it too. So I'm wondering if it was like, you know, it didn't have that kind of groundswell of people saying, oh yeah, it's good. Go see it. Oh, I know it's YA, but still go see it. You'll like it. Take the kids, do this, do that. Like, I don't, I don't know if it got that kind of buzz. And I think this goes back to my critique of it, which I said when we read it, was that for me, it just didn't go far enough to like make a statement. Like, I mean, for a a book that's aimed at like high schoolers, middle Uh schoolers, I think it was fine. But like, look at all the movies we've had that dealt with like, with uh, like uh, racism. Well, racism and like even just particular like like uh, police shootings. Yeah, police Uh brutality and stuff. Like there have been ones that have said a lot and this one's just sort of, it didn't really have the teeth, I don't think. So, but yeah, we were supposed to watch that. Sure Children of Blood and Bone is supposed to be getting a movie too. Oh, really? Yes. So, and it's got it. So, but yeah, no we one to... will make my um... train. Train. <laughs> you know what, Molly? You got to be the change you want to see. You're going to have to write that one. I'm going to have to write. But you gotta, you're going to have to help me with the historical romance part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I will do that for you. So, oh my gosh. Poor, okay, so off, slightly off topic. I'm going to Kiss Con and I have uh-huh. to make sure I don't embarrass myself in front of Alyssa Cole because like I just, I'm reading the third book in her Reluctant Royal series and I realized I loved it and the entire series so much and I'm like, is she my favorite writer now? And like, I'm like just really, really. You sound oh like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, I think we're best friends. Are we best friends? Are you my favorite writer? I'm like, like, are we friends? Like, yeah. And like, I'm going to go up to her and I would like be just a geek, which I am in like, general. I'm already generally awkward. And you got to play it cool, Danielle. Go I'm going to tell myself like, hey, that. So. Yes. So I was like, because I love this series so much. And it's like, I have the Kindle books. I have two Uh of the Audible books. And I'm thinking of buying them in print just so she can sign them. Because I have Uh problems. I mean, you know, the only, what did we say at the top of this episode? (laughs) Cover is not going to come for you and take your books. (laughs) You're fine. So I'm just really excited. I'm going to get to meet her and Beverly Jenkins. So... And some other, awesome. I don't know who the, there's some <laughs> others. I got to look them up. Those are the two I'm excited about. Who is the girl who wrote The Wedding Date? Uh, Why Jess, do you oh, all sh- keep leaving her off? <laughs> because. So, hi guys. Um, We just had like a 30 minute conversation about <laughs> planning. Um, So forgive us if this doesn't uh flow. And Danielle, you can take this part out if you can find a natural um break. But um, if not, if it just comes up and we're like, oh, the episode's ending, that's why. Because <laughs> we were like, hey, what book are we reading next? I don't know. And then we looked at the Google sheet. And the, this is real, real um, 
indie. This is indie podcasting for exactly. you. So we just had like a budget meeting. We like did just minutes. have like a staff well, meeting. We did. We planned our next few episodes. But that's good. We needed to do that. Yes. So I think we've summed it up. We said what we're reading. Or no, we said what we're reading for the episode. We didn't say what we're reading. Oh but yeah. What reading. are you reading, Danielle? I am. Oh my gosh. What am I reading? Let me get a Goodreads. Um, <laughs> I- <laughs> I am in the middle of reading three things, trying to finish at least one of them. I am still reading The Cooking Gene, A Journey Through African-American Culinary History by Michael Twitty. Uh It's different than what I thought it was going to be. So I keep like putting it down. Oh, yeah. It's not terrible. It's just different. Um it's really more of an explore, exploration of his genealogy. Oh, I'm like, oh that's- <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I thought it was like talking about food. That's what I thought the too. Recipes. <laughs> that's what I thought too. It's like, it's, he's, ex- it's, it's a memoir more than anything. Oh. And it's like, and it's like how he explored his family and the foods relation to his family and how like how slaves had to eat. And then that ties into how slaves are treated. And that ties into his whole genealogy research. It's it's just one of those things where you think you're reading one thing and then you uh, get yeah. it and it's a completely different thing. Okay. So it's not necessarily bad, just not what I thought I was getting. Yeah. I'm reading The Book of Harlan by Bernice McFadden. Okay. Which is a quick read. Like, oh, really? Like the chapters are like one or two pages long. Oh. <laughs> I'm like a chapter 22 already. So it's it's fast. And I am reading A Prince on Paper, which is the third book in Alyssa Gold's Reluctant Royal series, which is mm-hmm. when I realized we're best friends. <laughs> she just doesn't know. <laughs> she just doesn't know. That sounds extra Danielle, creepy. I'm definitely um, cutting this out. You know, you're no, don't don't cut it out because she needs to know. Uh, she needs <laughs> to be on, on the lookout. I'm just going to say, please don't misery anybody. I would never like <laughs> I would never I would just like love this whole series I love this whole alternate universe she's made up <laughs> with these made up countries <laughs> I don't I just love it yeah. so I love the fact that all of her lowest ratings are people mad that she made the Duke of Edinburgh one of her characters <laughs> it's okay. just it's so funny so Yes, that's what I'm reading. I will finish one of them. I'm sure we all know which one I'll actually finish. Um, I plan to finish at least one of them by the weekend. Okay. What are uh, you reading, Molly? I feel like I've been really talky this episode. That's fine. I'm super talky every episode. <laughs> so go for it, girl. <laughs> so I finally, finally finished um, Heavy by Kia C. Lyman. Excellent Woo! book. Recommend. So good. Like, very strong recommend. You're gonna hear me talking about this book again in December. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent book. Really, 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 really good. Um, and then I listened to the audiobook and oh my god, it broke my heart because he narrates it, and it's like basically Ooh. set up as like not a letter, but like as if he's speaking to his mother. So it's like kind of second person, and like every chapter starts with like where his mother is and then where he is and like all these conversations and it's just heartbreaking but it's also like I don't know like I've so I've known him like as like an online essayist like reading a lot of like personal essays and stuff and I've always really liked just his writing style Mm -hmm. and so this like as much as it is a memoir of like his struggles with um, his weight and eating disorders and things exercise disorder stuff like that 
it's also like a memoir as him like coming into his own as a writer and it's just like amazing like just amazingly inspiring to like hear about someone talking about the importance of like black people I kind of was like writing this one day at lunch like on the podcast like (laughs) black people writing for and to black people like that just really stuck in my mind like oh my goodness like just the way he's thinking Oh, um, that thread you did. Uh-huh. You really moved. Yes. Okay. Um, And so I, like, he was quoting some other books in there, and one was um, Gorilla, My Love by Tony Cade Benbara, um, which is a collection of short stories, and he just quoted, like, the first sentence paragraph, and I was, like, just dying laughing reading it, so I was like, okay, I'm going to get this book. This book is amazing, like, amazing this book of short stories it's so funny and what was just it titled again it's called gorilla comma my love okay and it's just like all these little vignettes of like black lives black life in like the 40s and 50s and 60s and it starts like with an explanation from the author of why she doesn't like write um uh non-fiction anymore and it's like this whole thing about her mother coming into her room and like beating on her and all the other like <laughs> family members coming in and her best friend saying like why'd you put me in there and then uh getting mad that she's not cutting the royalties with her uh, it's ooh. it's hilarious like this old lady like dancing with a blind guy and everyone getting mad at a black panthers party <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's really really good um so i'm excited to read more of that one Cool. So this is why you need a Goodreads, because you sell books really well. And like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I got to read that. And then <laughs> later, after I posted the episode, I like don't remember the titles or the <laughs> authors. And I'm like, damn it, what was Molly reading? And so I needed it. Like, Heads of the Colored People, did you finish that one? Because you made that I did. one sound great. And I'm it's like, good. I need to read it. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. So I have to finish that one. Um, do you mind if I go back? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, look, it, I read these arcs. And I feel like this is part of my due diligence oh, to yeah. talk about them. Go for it. I also read An Unconditional Freedom by my best friend, Alyssa Cole. Very good. <laughs> no trains. And then I read one and I sent Molly the cover because I asked her to tell oh, me what she thought. Oh, yeah. I asked her to tell me what she thought one of the characters looked like. And I'm like, and I was trying like not to give a hint as to what I was looking for. And I'm like, just describe the character. Uh-huh. And she said he had a sassy mouth. Which is not what I was going for, but I appreciated it. Um, supposed- well, I didn't know what you were looking for. <laughs> well, I didn't want to like bias your thinking. I was going to ask, does this guy look like he's Latino? Uh. He's, it's called Red, White, and Royal Blue. And it's like this book that deals with like this romance between the first son and the Prince of Wales in an alternate reality, of course. And he's supposed to be like a brown skinned, half Mexican, can't pass for white. And the cover, he just looked like a tan white guy. I was like, I never. <laughs> and so when I sent the feedback to them on the publisher, I'm like, that guy is too white. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just like, so I had to like ask around. Yeah. What did I say? Like, I thought he looked mixed or something. You said he could be Latino or biracial. And I was yeah. like, well, I guess it's me. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what you were asking. I was more, I was I was more concerned to- about his sweater. <laughs> his sassy mouth i was trying really hard not to like bias your thinking to be like is this guy white or black i wanted you just to look at him and be like oh he's obviously mixed or something i I didn't want yeah i wanted a complete unbiased either way the book was very cute i would highly recommend it comes out in may so who wrote it um casey mcquiston okay mcquiston yes 
And I read this has nothing to do with the galleys. I just felt like I had to do my due diligence for those galleys. They gave me those copies. Damn it. I'm going to promote them. Um, And then I read If Beale Street Could Talk because I was cliche and wanted to read it before the movie came out. That's why I haven't seen it yet because I was like, I really got to read this. It's short. No, it's, I was going to get it from the library. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to buy it. But then I'm like, oh, I want a physical copy. And then I'm like, oh, okay, but I don't want to buy can I tell you my back and forth yeah because this was when my book ban was still in effect Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) and you cannot get this book at the library right now because everyone decided to read it Uh the there's two public libraries near me I couldn't get them at either two different like no there's three there's three different library systems near me Uh couldn't get it at any of them luckily my job has a library and I was able to get it there the university library otherwise I was like I can't buy it I'm on a book ban. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? I want to read this book before seeing it. Right. Ooh, they came in that university library. They're like, we got it. We'll give it, we'll put it on hold for you. And I was like, yes. Oh gosh. But yeah, I almost, that's when I almost broke it. Cause I was about to run click buy that thing for Kindle. I don't even think about it anymore. <laughs> right. It's dangerous. I know. So, okay. Sorry. I just had to take us back. Cause I was like, oh, I read some other books that I didn't mention. So this has been a really, I feel like, talky, rambly yeah. chat. I mean, I feel like when we don't have like a lot of responses and then we don't have a lot of news, that it's just like, what's up, Daniel? <laughs> I like that's Molly's way of saying, if you don't like this, it's because you need to talk back to us. You know what? <laughs> I didn't even mean it that way. But now that you said it, I do mean it that way. If you don't like it, if we're too silly, girl, get on Twitter next time and respond to our questions. Or don't even wait for us to ask a question. Just, just talk to so. us. Yeah. Yeah, we will read it. Who was it they said, oh, I was surprised to see my name in the show notes. And I'm like, oh, you guys don't know. We talk in depth anytime anybody tweets us. Like, did you see what this person did? So, yeah. We just, we like the validation. Oh, we love it. We need Mm -hmm. it. We thrive on it. So if you would like to leave us a comment, you can do so at Twitter. Mm -hmm. We're at Black Chick Lit on Instagram, which I am trying and struggling to remember to update. BCL Podcast. Or you can email us at black or at contact at blackchicklit.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and any other um, podcasting apparatus you might have because that helps other people find our podcast. Um, you know, the evil algorithm, the capital A algorithm, the more people are talking about us, the more people see us. Um, and we are as we said, extremely indie. So we don't have any kind of a marketing budget. <laughs> you heard Daniel at the top of the episode say her mom is going to embroider our logo onto a sweater. <laughs> and that is that is about the the extent of what we could do to advertise, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, you know how much AdWords campaigns cost? Shit, Lots. I don't. So, <laughs> But I know it's more <laughs> than I got. Yeah, exactly. So we could probably get one for 10 bucks and it'll last a day. <laughs> Oh, no. We should do that on our birthday. We do should. a $10 AdWords campaign. Just like that. Exactly. Uh, okay. So I think that's it. I think that's a good episode, even I if it so. is a little bit more chill. Well, that's what these are for. Yeah. More chill than normal. Yeah. So don't forget to read Indigo. Get yes. your Beverly Jenkins questions ready. Yes. And we'll tweet it all out so you guys can um, respond there or hit us up on email, all the things, and we will ask away. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. That's it. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.